Welcome to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. on 1490 AM, WWPR. And now, here's Chuck and Deb. Hi, I'm Chuck. And Deb. And welcome to Biker Life Radio. We are so truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today. We've got a fantastic show lined up just for you. Take it away, Deb. Biker Life Radio is for those who are inspired to ride and those who inspire others to ride. We are here to reveal the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and provide real-life stories that will help you discover your purpose, achieve true freedom, and define your destiny. And today's show sponsors are Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy out of Colorado Springs, Colorado and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So if you are ready to crank up your engines, put your chins in the wind and knees to the breeze, seatings and saddle, let's Get rolling. All right. Well, let's get this show rolling. Uh, we're truly grateful uh, that we've had a fantastic last week with Thanksgiving. Uh, boy, I'll tell you what, I think I've gained. What are you looking at me, Deb? What do you think? Maybe 15 pounds? 20. Oh, I mean 10. <laughs> I didn't mean that really. Yeah, I don't sure. Think you've okay. Gained well, whatever. I, I'm not believing you for a second. You're saying you must be saying that I'm an awesome cook or something if you've gained that you much. You actually weight. did absolutely fantastic uh, for Thanksgiving Day. You did it all yourself. Uh, it, Nicole helped you with the uh, devil eggs. eggs. Yep, Those turned out real give... well. But yeah, you did great. You did absolutely fantastic. And I'm still eating some of it. Hopefully, it'll be gone, you know, sometime soon. Yep. And those that do the cooking during the holidays, you know, there are some years when it's okay. There are some years when you are just on. And I have to say, not brag. But I am bragging. Oh, okay. This year it was an on year. I mean, it just and it, as the cook, oftentimes it doesn't taste quite as good. But this year, I have to say, I thought it was an amazing dinner, and it was fantastic. We still had Russian town, and well, so maybe that's was why it was out. fantastic. Maybe oh. maybe you made it special for Rush, possibly. Sort of like how you ride right next to Rex <laughs> yeah. instead of riding close to me. Okay, sort of like. Somebody else comes around, you like make sure they get taken care of real well. Whatever. So, you know, I what I did notice while we were out riding this weekend is that Rush rides right up near you, where when I am leading, I must say, Rush kind of holds himself back a little oh, bit. Oh, so you now you know, know what it confidence. feels like. Huh? I do. I did notice that. And I'm like, dang, he is right up there in formation with Chuck. But when I'm up there, it feels like he's, you know, way back there. Not any bad thing about Rush, but it was just a matter of noticing that when I'm either leading or swimming sweeping or whatever, but it was just a difference. So I get it. I understand what you're saying. I may be. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, yeah, I don't know that that's absolutely true, but I mean, he wasn't riding right there. I think he just gave you more space because he wasn't sure about your riding skills. (laughs) Now I can just hear him saying right now, leave her alone. Yeah, I'm sure he would. He's got my back more than others. Leave her alone. He's always saying that. Yeah. Leave her alone. I'm sure some of the other listeners are out there saying that. they should be if they're not. So I'll say it for them. Oh, really? Leave Why? me alone, man. Maybe maybe they should be telling you to leave me alone most of the time. Maybe. Ladies might really want me to back off because I'm pretty <laughs> tough on you sometimes, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So what else did we have going on? We had we celebrated. It was a fantastic Thanksgiving with family. We enjoyed that. And then we, we actually took off uh, on a ride uh, the next day. Where'd we go, Deb? We got some good riding in this past weekend after Thanksgiving. Um, it was nice to have a little bit of a long weekend. We One of the uh, eclectic sites, I think, that I want to make sure and share with everyone that we did take Rush to out on a ride was a pretty cool place, kind of Florida Cracker-ish-like, but um, was Linger Lodge. And if you haven't made it out to Linger Lodge in Bradenton, it is a place like none other I've been to here in the great state of Florida. Now, it could be that we just haven't stumbled across it, but it's a pretty interesting place. Would you agree? Oh, no doubt. Uh, it's very, uh, you it's, You can't find it. It's not an easy place to find. No. So you definitely got to have some type of GPS to get there. Uh, but it's a neat place. Uh, it, they have a neat items on the menu. Uh, roadkill. I wish I had that picture right in front of me. I'd go over some of that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was really neat. Uh, different place, sort of secluded. Used to be an RV uh, campsite, I think. Uh, that looks like that 
that's no longer available, but they do have like a trailer park there, I believe. Um, so yeah, it was very neat. They, it's very eclectic. They got a lot of different things on the walls, alligators, stuffed animals. We'll Snakes. try to get some of those pictures maybe posted on our page because they're quite interesting. Yep, absolutely. And those also that live in the area, we did kind of an Eastern County loop too, which many uh, are know the area, kind of do this big loop. Now we kind of cut it short because the sun was going down, but we wanted to make sure we got out east where there was no traffic and just, you know, two lane roads to go do some riding on. And that's kind of how, how we ended that ride that day. Yeah, we definitely just went out east and just took took it easy. Nice, easy ride. No, no uh, nuts out on the road. No, you know, body trying to pass us on 64 like they normally do. So that was unusual because usually they're trying to run over us. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it was a great ride. And then Sunday we decided to wake up early before all the traffic hit the roads and get out to the island and do a north to south island ride. Now, that's one of our favorite rides, um, especially in a morning time area. And I thought it was pretty cool. It Not only was the weather a little bit cool, but the traffic was kind of nice. And then we had little sprinkles of rain throughout the morning time. And so just a nice way to get out, see the island, you know, show uh, Rush a little bit about what the island life is about. Very different than the mainland uh, lifestyle. So it was kind of a cool thing, too. Yeah, it was, it's always nice to go on an island because, at least for me, whenever you go out on the island, people are always, they're out on vacation. So you're walking the streets, they're checking it out. So you actually, if you allow yourself to be, you can actually become like on vacation too. And that's what I like about it is just getting out there. I feel like I'm on vacation. And so we went uh, to the Rod and Reel Pier. Right? Is that what it was? Yes, we went out to the northern pier. Someone else had right. said something about the Rod and Reel Pier, and I don't know that we made it to the Rod and Reel Pier. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I thought it was, and maybe I got to check my notes, and then, yeah, we were corrected because I thought I went to the north northernest part of the island, but but somebody corrected me and said I didn't go to the right place, yeah. so I didn't actually go all the way north. And we do normally go all the way north. And we did kind of cut it short because there there was construction on that one pier and, you know, just it was, but it was a great, great time out there. You can see the skyway from that area. And it's just a phenomenal view over the waterways and on the bridges and getting all of that island life in. It'll be neat to see what happens when they get the pier built. Um, And so we'll check that out. I'm going to make sure I got the right name. Maybe we'll come back to that. And then we headed back down. Then we went south all the way from Anna Maria Island to Longboat Key to Lido Beach. Right. And then we went into the state park that was down there and turned around uh, down there on, I guess that would be Lido. Yeah, that's the end of Lido Beach, I do believe. And so we did. We made the U-turn there, hit the circle, made sure we gave him a little bit of the zest of St. Armand's Circle. And um, then we headed back toward our destination, which was home. So a great time. And, you know, the one thing about being out on the island, like you said, I don't know that I feel, but it it seems as though island time hits and all time and space just zap are gone when I get out on that island for whatever reason. I don't know what it is, but I just love that fact that all of a sudden time is gone. I can see what you mean. When you get out there, you just sort of zone out with what's going on, enjoying the ride, checking out the sights, the scenes, the smell, the ocean air. It all is just brings that rush in a way, not really a rush, but um, a good feeling to you as you ride. And I love that. I love any type of island ride. That's one of my favorite rides. As long as there's not a lot of traffic and a a lot of cagers out there uh, from up north. And thank goodness we actually did pretty good that day that we didn't have uh, many, many problems at all. Rush actually did enjoy himself for the first time in his life. <laughs> no, he's not here to defend himself. So, But he did say he had Just a great kidding. time and enjoyed the ride, that's for sure. Just kidding, Rush. Just wanted to give you a hard time. Anyway, so yeah, no, we all had a blast. We stopped off, got a bite to eat, and then we hit a bunch of different places. We went to the Salty Shamrock. Uh, the s- Salty Dog. Salty, salty Dog. dog. See, yeah, I'm really all shamrock. over the place, you know? Yeah. The but Salty Dog, salty which dog. Um, is a great stop along the way. And then we also hit our Mi Pueblo, our favorite place for Mexican food. But that, on the, the way only too. reason we did that is because the margarita that Rush had at the Salty Dog, dog right. uh, just really just really wasn't very good. It was like really too sweet. Uh, the person that sold it to him, you know, he just thought he was getting something else and it was just really one of those sweet uh, margaritas. And so we had to get that nasty taste out of his mouth and take him to a place where there's a good margarita. Right. Show and him. It, 
so that's what we did. We, you know, just had a drink there and then took over after we rode around a little bit down to Lido Beach and some back ways. And then we finally made our way over to to Mi Pueblo. Yes, Mi that's Pueblo. right. For the for the margarita. And, and we got a lot of grief about that, too. Yeah. But, you know, at the, at the first place at the old salty dog, I'm not quite sure. Maybe Rush was like starstruck by the bartender. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but there was something there. It just wasn't the margarita that we're used to. So you're absolutely right. We had to show him what a true Mexican margarita from a great place was all about. And he did like it, I must admit. Well, I hope so. He didn't really say much. His eyes were crossed and his hair was shuffled, lost his hat and his sunglasses. And then he thought he was supposed to be wearing gloves because he was in Michigan and he sort of got freaked out. Other than that, he seemed to be doing okay. Yeah, I tried to put his coat on. I couldn't figure out what that was about. And I said, dude, man, put that in your bag. It's Florida. And this, yeah, don't do that. You'll be burning up. Yeah. Uh huh. So one other thing that I want that we were unable to attend, but I wanted to make sure that we talked about because this is a phenomenal event. Again, this time of year during the holidays is a great time. Um, but Birds Barracuda had a toy run this weekend, okay. and it was all to benefit the families of athletes for hearts. Yep, that's, now, that's great. A- and normally every year we do the toy run, correct? Uh, as we can, I think we've been. I don't. Did we go last year? I can't recall. I don't think so. I I don't, Maybe. I don't know. This time of year gets pretty hectic. Yeah, it does. There's so coaching, much going on. Teaching. Yeah, it's so busy and everybody's got something going on yeah, for sure. I know the West Coast uh, Florida writers there that were out there representing and uh, that looked like that went well well. Hopefully they had some good participation. I believe they did. I don't I didn't see how many bikes they had, but I know I did some see some pictures and it looked like it was a very successful event. Deb. It was a well-tended event and I know that they were making announcements about it being an even longer escorted ride than in years past. So um, it looked like they went bound, down by the Don Cesar, which is a normal place for them to stop um, down there on the island and then back up. So I'm not quite sure where it all led, but it looked like it was a great turnout. Yeah, and um, remember that the last time we went, there was a problem. There was an accident or something, and we didn't really think they were going to be able to have it again or something happened. And I think a police officer, one of the police riders were, were involved, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. That's and, been a few years, but you're right now. Yeah. It's coming back to me. And then I remember seeing on some of the photos that they had it's like they did the the officers there uh the sheriffs or whoever they were the deputies were in full force like you said there were it was a police escorted ride which is always a great way to take a ride especially that toy ride Absolutely. i mean you know what's nice about that ride i love that ride it's sort of like dc people are lined up and down the street they're cheering you on they're out there they're loving the bikes they're loving the season they're loving the cause and it's just a great ride as a rider because you feel that you're doing good for the children that needs these toys or not in this case it was the the athletic group but right the athletes for heart and we'll talk about that organization in a minute but but you still feel that you're out there serving a purpose your bikers doing good and then you got out there with the people that are supporting you and plus you're on a motorcycle it's like how could it get it really any better absolutely right so um the athletes for heart is a benefit for children in need of medical attention specifically for a heart condition which i think is a phenomenal cause first time i've heard of them. They actually receive approximately $100,000 annually and given to families in need. So I think that that's a great organization. Again, it's not something that we oftentimes hear about children dealing with heart-related medical issues. So I I kind of kudos to them for going out and above and beyond. Um, I know there's some other things that this particular organization does for fundraising, and um, it's pretty awesome that Burtz was able to join them in this event to help with some of that contribution too. Yeah, it's really good to see us out there helping out the community you know again that's that's busting the motorcycle mystique where they just think us bikers are out there stirring up all sorts of trouble or whatever it is that they think about us but here you are you had hundreds if not thousands of bikes out there right uh, supporting a great cause and the community came together and just made it one big positive experience so what we need to do right now deb uh-oh what is do we, need? we need to take a quick break and we'll be right back Our sponsor today is Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy. If you desire to be a leader in this fast-growing cosmetology industry, then contact Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy in Colorado Springs, Colorado at 719-390-9898. Again, 719-390-9898. Or visit coloradosprings.tonyguy.edu. For more information about Coeur d'Alene, Idaho... 
Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy, call 208-930-1276. Again, that number is 208-930-1276. Or visit them at coeurdelaine.tonyguy.edu or visit the Chuck and Deb Show sponsor page for more information. All right, welcome back. I just had a weird idea. Oh, no. Let's try to get Rush on the phone. He's camping right now over in DeSoto, the uh-huh. National Park, right right across the Skyway. Yeah. So I've got an idea. Let's see if we can get him on the phone and mess with him. Okay. So hold, hold on just a second. I'm going to try to get him on here. Deb, go ahead and do some talking until I can get him on the line. Okay, so for those that may not know, Rush is an avid camper and absolutely loves it. So we're going to get him on the phone and see what we can do to chit-chat. That's ringing. Thing. What? I hate that. What? What? That, are you there? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I just stoked up a little fire. I need to get uh, some food in me. I had nothing but fucking beans this morning. Oh, okay. Well, just so you know, Rush, you are live and on the air as we talk. Oh, not a good time, man. Not a good time. <laughs> I don't know. Pork and beans sounds pretty amazing for camping. Oh, it's, it's all you need, man. That's I mean, right. Throw in a hot dog or two uh, or who knows what. So yeah. you're just out there eating, eating cold pork and beans? Well, no. Yeah. Well, half of the, the, the half of that can I did. And then... Um, <laughs> And then I put uh, the can into the fire pit and I let it get warmed up. So I kind of gourmet it a little bit and warmed it up. Well, uh, sounds oh, yeah. pretty good. Really special breakfast of champions. That is a special breakfast of champions. So you you slept there last night. How cold did it get? Did you know? Do you know? Uh, they they said forty nine, but. Yeah, and, and, you know, and from what I understand, uh, Rush, you don't, you sleep, I mean, completely bare. You don't have any sleeping bags. You don't have any clothes on. You don't do anything. No. <laughs> you, you don't well, get to do anything but get in your tent, paper. right? Yeah, I'm just out here with the, what do you call those skunk capes? That's it, <laughs> I saw four yesterday, two, uh, one mermaid and, and, and a couple skunk capes. So, so good. So n- now you're doing it all natural. Is that how you say that? Natural. All natural. All natural. Whatever. With the skunk apes. Yeah. And yeah. it gets even better because you've got you're surrounded by mermaids. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was thinking about uh, swimming naked with the manatees later if they let me. But I don't know, man. We'll have to see what happens. You are a wild man that way. That's for sure. I haven't heard of anybody swimming nude with the manatees so so that'll be a good one i don't know if it'll scare them or please them <laughs> so so when do you plan on starting to do all this stuff um it's hard to say man i gotta get some food in me and uh, i'm kind of roughing it right now man it's kind of roughing it a little bit <laughs> uh, do you do you need us to shoot, shoot up a flare so you can find us or do you need to shoot a flare so we can find, find you, you and come rescue you Oh no 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 rescue nobody man just uh just need to get some food in me and uh and probably yeah, I didn't get all that all the all the sleep I probably should get but uh, hey, you can sleep when you're dead so <laughs> well, there do you, go. you do you have your hammock up already Um no I don't because there is three spots but two are kind of too close to the fire and unless I move the fire in the middle of the the dancing floor or whatever. You okay, know, yeah. Poles and, um, but, um, so I haven't got that up yet, but uh, yeah, I'm going to have to do some clearing, and I know they won't let me, but right. I haven't not yet, but uh, but no, I know if I lay into that thing, I'm done. You're done. I knew that, <laughs> yeah. too, so that's why I was oh, curious. Crash. And so it got pretty windy last night. Is that what was going on? You couldn't get the oh, fire no. going too well? No, man, um, cause they only give you um, a small... No, a rather small, um, galvanized, kind of like a wash basin or a, a tub, and that's it. So, um, so you're only limited to what you can get going, anyways. But there's so much of that, um, you know. What is it? You know, the palm trees all dried up and stuff. There's so much of that all over that, you know. So. So you're actually out trimming the palm trees for the park? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To get the timber to start the fire? (laughs) But I'm looking for coconuts. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Take all the coconuts. 
Well, you'll need some coconuts to help keep you warm. <laughs> no, man, it's perfect, man. It's perfect. Perfect, man. So, are you know, when you're not nude, what do you wear? G string, fishnet G string? No, just some Speedos. <laughs> oh, you, you, too much you decided just to keep, you didn't want to really upset too many Floridians, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. That's, that's just crazy. So, so uh, Rush, I mean, you know, this is, you know, people are, are going to hear this everywhere. Uh, what do you oh, say God. to the Michigan people that, that don't think that it gets cold in Florida, you know, like you did to me a few weeks ago? Oh, uh, well, we, we kind of get a nice little chuckle out of, you know, how how cold you guys think it is. But I understand, you know, because you guys are spoiled and spoiled for a great reason. Um, but I, that's kind of my take on it. There you go. <laughs> I think so, you, you guys are just spoiled and that's cold, but we get it. We get a little chuckle out of it. But, but seriously, 49 for an overnight low and 61 for a high. Um, yeah, that's that's. Pretty close to perfect. Yeah, you're sort of like living in paradise, huh? <laughs> yeah. Pretty close. Exactly. We're camping now, buddy. There you go. So so the last camping expedition you had a few weeks ago, there was a little bit of fire issue with wood and things. How is this particular campsite for the firewood? Um, there was a, oh, abundance of firewood. If You know, you just got to pay nine bucks a bundle. So I just picked up seven of them and said, let's go, let's burn some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> In your little bitty fire basin. Yeah. You're right, exactly, because you're, you're just so limited. But, you know, I've been clearing the, um, I don't know what you call that, the under underbrush, underbrush yeah. of all these coconut trees or whatever they are. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I've just been burning up. All that kind of stuff, and but now as it gets, um, you know, later afternoon, early evening, then I'll go back to the 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 bottom stuff and. Okay. But no, man, it's, it's pretty badass, man. It's pretty cool here. Very well, cool. So anyway, the Michigan people, they, sh yeah, I hear what you were saying. You know, it is, it is cold, and for us, it's really cold, like you say, because it's right. uh, we're not used to this kind of weather. Right. I mean, I don't even think I have, I, I barely have any long sleeves or anything for winter. I just don't. Oh. It's uh, very little. Oh, my goodness. I, you know, I'm, I'm just so prepared no matter where I go because it seems like no matter where I go, uh, it could change overnight or you wake up the next morning, you're under some a little blanket of snow or it's <laughs> a little rainstorm wash you away or yeah. silly. Sh well, how, how did Liv do last night? Piece of cake. Well, the thing about it is, um, I got that tent nestled back on in, and the canopy overhead is, you know, all that stuff for the squirrels and raccoons. She did chase a raccoon last night. Um, he chased it up a tree. So, uh, <laughs> oh. but no, so but no, man, it's been, you know, she's, uh, she did fine. She was just so alert. And just hurt a lot, smelled a lot. And, you know, those coons are, they're all over the place, checking stuff out in all the trash containers. There's umpteens of them, which is good. Um, so, yeah, but no, she she tore it up. She gobbled it up. So now, did you actually see a coon? Oh, yeah, Raccoon? yeah. It was up in the tree. Yep. Oh, yeah, Liv just about got a hold of it. Wow. Woo. And just so our viewers know, Liv is uh, Russia's German Shepherd. Yes, yeah, she's, she's a five-year-old German Shepherd, and totally out of her mind uh, about chasing. I, that's the only thing. She's uh, not a, uh, an aggressive dog. She's a uh, very passive, very uh, family-oriented, just a sweet, sweet thing. But uh, yeah, she likes to chase, and sometimes she actually latches onto him. And it's not usually pretty good for them. <laughs> <laughs> now, this particular campsite is much closer to the water. What are your thoughts about camping inland versus out near the water areas? Oh, you know, um, I haven't, you know, with my dog being, for the most part, not a water-friendly dog. Mm -hmm. She doesn't do well with it. So um, it, it, I, we've been limited. She's been limited to the water the water thing and um today we walked and, and checked out where um it, it's at a pet area but um you know I, it, it just didn't work out so i wasn't sure if i read the map wrong or what so but uh 
But no, we haven't really been able to check out uh, the waterfront yet, but... We'll okay. get there. Yeah. Maybe. You've got oh, plenty yeah. of time. You've got days yeah. to do that. Yeah, you're just chilling out, just making the best of it. Any special plans for the rest of the day? Uh, no. Like every day, <laughs> every minute, it's just off the seat of my pants. And it all uh, depends on uh, the tunes I'm listening to at the time. If I'm hungry, I eat. If I'm tired, I sleep. Um, and for the most part, I'm pretty much just so chill. Chilling like a felon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you're out there and enjoying it, and so we're, we'll let you get back to it because you're getting into one with nature, yes. and you're getting, uh, what do you call it today? You're rebooting yourself? Right, right, right. Rebooting the system. You That's know, it. Rebooting the system. You know, recharging or giving it a swift kick in the ass to get her going again. There you go. And sometimes we all need to do a little bit of that, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, kick somewhere or, or just getting out in nature and just letting go and, and getting off the grid. Uh, like riding, you know, ride, that has a lot to do with riding. That can, and camping's the same way. You know, you get out there, you get away from everything, you get to clear your mind and just, man, just get really balanced all over again. Absolutely, I agree 100. percent And, and uh, this is very equivalent, uh, in, in a sense, to me, um, in the saddle on a bike. <clears throat> Excuse me, man, my throat. And um, but I'm telling you, man, uh, the, the feeling that you get is is equivalent in in its own way. Uh, like you know, riding. Um, I, you're just you're into this. You're you're just. I don't know, just kind of leaving everything behind for a while. And I was sitting there last night, completely, totally dumbfounded in the dark, and never felt so goddamn good about not having a thought <laughs> on my mind at the moment. It was so surreal, so very, very cool. And uh, I don't know, it just keeps me going. Well, we're glad you're out there and you're enjoying yourself, Absolutely. making the best of your trip to Florida. And you really are. This is your second uh, campground that you've gone to. And I remember you told us before you came down, that was what you wanted to experience. You wanted to get out there, get in nature, strip down, run around. <laughs> and that's what you're doing. Swim and, naked with the manatees. And, I don't think that was on the list, but that's... <laughs> you know, I would have felt a little bit better if he said he was going to swim naked with the mermaids. mermaids. I know. I'm a little... But, no, to each his own. I know. No judgment, Kev. No yeah. judgment, Rush. But, you know, manatees are nice and cute and plump. And so, slimy and whatever else comes that way. I don't know if they're way. slimy. I, I don't know. I would think so. Kevin, will, you'll let us know if they're slimy, won't you? Right. We need to report back oh, on yeah. that. Oh, I know. You know, uh, what happens in uh, St. Petersburg uh, stays in St. Petersburg. <laughs> That's probably a good thing, good especially mantra. with you involved, Rush. <laughs> I think that sounds like the best uh, yeah. policy. Hey, man, it's only illegal if you get caught. That's right. So, uh, you know, did I say that out loud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, okay. all to uh, the millions of people in the Tampa Bay oh, area. As a matter of fact, right now, Kevin, we've got listeners Converting oh, on your position. There, I just, I just got text. We got don't this make, blowing up on Facebook. Don't make They're saying worry. they're going to Desoto oh, right so now. They're going to find crap. you. They want to join the party. That's all they want. They want to join the party. <laughs> they want to strip down. They want to be skunk apes like everybody else and swim with the manatees. <laughs> so, you know, if I was you, I'd be prepared. I know you wanted quiet. We really didn't mean this, uh, but it, it's just blowing up it here. Is. I mean, Golly. my phone's going oh, right, crazy. Right, right. Facebook's bouncing off on. I can't hear you, Deb. What? I said, thank goodness it's on mute because they're just going crazy. It is just absolutely oh, nuts. And they, oh, oh the, some of the things they're saying and some of the things they're saying they're bringing. So or not bringing. Asking, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I certainly do appreciate you calling me when I'm yeah, quite drunk. So, that's cool. so uh, this will be interesting to hear the playback. <laughs> so I, uh, I didn't offend anybody. No. Nope. Yeah, I got a wonderful buzz on, and I'm telling you what, I am just, uh, I don't know, I'm a very lucky, fortunate man. I am just really... In a I'm good in place. A, in a really good place, man. <laughs> Feeling good. It's a great, wonderful place. Cool. Well, That's awesome. You know, we couldn't ask for more because we're just happy that you're happy. And so we've got to wrap this up on this end, Kevin. Uh, I should rush, rush, rush. rush. 
So we're going to let you send it off and let everybody know where you are and how to get a hold of you. <laughs> um, well, but if I did that and they showed up, they'd be going to jail along with others <laughs> or, or everybody. No, now 144 at DeSoto, man. If there you I'm go. too scared, call the cops. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Thanks, thanks, Rush. Talk to you later. You got it, man. Peace out. Attention. Get a pen and paper ready. Call this number now, 516-407-9135. Listen. Would you like to make money using your cell phone? If so, then stop everything and listen to what I'm about to say. I can't believe how simple and fun this is. All I do is give out this phone number 516-407-9135 and this 100% phone-based business spits out $100 commissions paid directly to me. You have to hear this. Call and listen to our short two-minute intro and if you like what you hear, simply press 1 to get all of the details instantly over the phone. You'll have all of the details and info you need to make a decision within 10 minutes from now. I love this and you will too. Call 516-407-9135 now. Again call 516-407-9135. That's 516-407-9135 or visit supermansuccess.com. All right, welcome back. We hope that uh, it aired okay with Rush on the line with us. It sounded okay on our end, so we're just hoping that it sounded okay on your end. And we hope that you're okay with just throwing Rush on there like that. Well, I guess I should be saying, I hope he's okay right. with us throwing Rush on there like that. Because you did hear a lot of, you know, ums, and he just wasn't prepared. You know, he's out there chilling out he's in nature. just having a great time. Absolutely and, right. So. And then we got to bother him, you know. I know, but that's what friends are for, is just to disturb him. So he was raw and unapologetic? I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he wasn't raw and unapologetic. He's just raw. He was just raw rush. <laughs> just rush. Yeah, that was just him. rush. That's it. Yeah, just, just I'm rush. glad you got this while I'm, while I'm drunk so I can listen back to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're just we're having a lot of fun here. We hope you guys are too. We're gonna as this as the end of the year comes up, we're gonna be getting geared up for next year. So, as everybody knows, there's a lot going on during the holiday season, and it actually for our holiday season started like about two months ago. Yes, we've been on the road just going, 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 and we've been working on some great things that we're gonna start to bring out after the beginning of the new year. And one of those things is our Work Less, Ride More program that you're going to want to stay tuned and learn more about. And we have been saying that we're going to do daily podcasts on that. And unfortunately, we have dropped the ball, Deb. We have, and I'm super sorry about well, that. Sorry, it's not going to cut it. I know. It, was, it was something that we made to ourselves, and it it just hasn't worked out just because, well, we've had Kevin in town uh, for almost two weeks now. Over uh, that two would be weeks ro- going on three now, so he's and- been a long time guest. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been hard, as you can probably imagine, after hearing Rush on the line to uh, just have a normal life. So that set us back just a little bit. So we're, we're as, as Rush decides to go back home, whenever that might be, We're going to focus more on what we need to do for you guys, bring you some really good content coming next year. We're going to have some good interviews. We've got people that are lined up for interviews. We just got to make sure that we make plans for that. And as you can imagine, that during the holiday season, it gets to be a little difficult with time. So we're having difficult time, you know, difficulty with time and scheduling just because there's so much going on this time of year. And so are the other people. So as we begin to move in that direction, you'll start to see some new things come out with us absolutely and again that work less ride more if that sounds just a little bit enticing just a little bit interesting then you're definitely going to want to stay tuned and you'll want to actually subscribe to our podcast all you have to do is say biker life podcast here let's do it all over again it's google play biker life podcast with chuck and deb so maybe your phone just opened up, or what's the other one? Alexa? I don't have that one. I don't know. I'm Alexa. Not Alexa. Yeah. Play the Chuck and Deb show. Maybe or that Biker Life up. Radio podcast. So wherever that goes, whatever application platform opens up, if you would go ahead and click subscribe, you'll never miss 
an episode or a show. So we do our radio show here, and then we convert that into a podcast so that all those that are working throughout the day or for whatever reason, they're not able to be here and to participate and to listen in. We make sure that we repurpose that out in a podcast, though, so that we can reach even more people. Yeah. So we've got something really special right now. Before We're going to turn it over here in just a moment to Dutch Van Alston and his raw and unapologetic segment. But I wanted to mention this, Deb. Okay. Dutch's uh, debut Correct. podcast that okay. we did, the podcast, as I just mentioned, yes. we convert the show into a podcast. Mm-hmm. His was the number one downloaded podcast last month. Fantastic. Yeah. Congrats. That's and, and awesome. And that was his debut. And you know what? That debut was a fantastic debut. He did a great job. I was just listening to it again today just to get familiar with it. And I love that show. So if you haven't, again, listened to that show, you'll want to go out and listen to that. That's episode 32. Okay. And it's it's got raw and unapologetic in it. It's also out on our Facebook page, The Chuck and Deb Show. So you'll be able to find it there. So it is now time. Without further ado. There you go. Let's introduce uh, Dutch Van Austin, the author of... Demons Rising, the story of the Wayward Scout, book number one in the Life Behind Behind Bar series. Book series, yep. And so he has a segment that he does for us. It is raw and unapologetic. Take it away, Dutch. Hello and greetings and salutations or any other word that you can come up with. I am Dutch Van Alsten. I am the author of Demons Rising, the story of the Wayward Scout, book number one in the Life Behind Bars book series, and I am raw and unapologetic. First off, I just want to uh, harken back real quick to last week uh, and thank everybody for their kind words about my mother passing away. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, my heart really goes more out to my sister. My sister was uh, my mom's primary caregiver. My mom lived with my sister. And although I pick on my sister on the show quite a bit, my sister really is a good and, uh, and decent person. And um, I can't thank her enough for how well she took care of my mom. So I'm going to shift gears here real briefly. And I wish I could come up with a more clever opening greeting other than hello but I, I again i can't seem to come up with one I, i'd like to match something like adrian cronauer used to have with his good morning vietnam or even something as iconic as hey 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 you know with fat albert but until then until i can think of something it's just going to be hello and i'm just going to rely on my natural charm and wit to engage you and entertain you and often my charm and wit over the years has not served me well <laughs> and there's been a couple of people with badges and guns who would definitely attest to that over the years where it just did not work. Um, things are getting a little bit better here this week. Um, Bubbles has been uh, improving a lot around the office. She did, however, put shake and bake in the coffee filter last week and uh, then tried to uh, give me cream and sugar as if that was going to negate the taste of uh, buffalo wing sauce. But that is neither here nor there. I look at my table this morning. I see my papers to my left. I see my coffee to my right, and the lovely and kind Bubbles is bringing me a glass with a little bit of ice. Thank you, dear. All right. Okay, today I want to read a letter, actually two letters. One is from uh, Amelia Johnson from Roanoke, Virginia. And Amelia asks, Dutch... Somebody bought me one recently, and I happen to know that they're nothing but a mystical, wishful thinking type ideology that permeates throughout our culture, that hard work needs to be ignored, and things like hopes and prayers will actually keep you safe. What do you think, Dutch? Well, the first thing I want to know is I want to meet the person who both knows you and still bought you a gift. Um, but first, let's let's give a quick rundown of what the Gremlin Bell is, to those of you who don't know. It is a small bell that you buy for another person, another biker, and it is supposed to bring he or she good luck. You're supposed to place it as far down on the bottom of your motorcycle as you can, because it's supposed to the, keep the Gremlins uh, from the road and harming you. And usually on the frame, I I have three motorcycles. I have a Gremlin Bell on all three, and they are as far down on the frame as I could get them. They are, um, as Amelia so uh, eloquently put it, 
they don't actually bring mystical powers, and I don't really think many people believe that. It's just a fun thing to do. It's a respectful gift people give one another, usually to new riders or a new bike, kind of like the Christianing of christening, whatever that word is, where you smash a bottle on a boat, something like that. But I am a little perplexed at the anger this brought out of you, Amelia. I mean, does things like Santa Claus anger you? I mean, do you want to throat punch the guy when you see him? No, I, I, I'm going to bet you're that type of person who takes a garden hose to dogs having sex because you just won't, don't want to see them have fun. I mean, I, I can't even imagine you telling a fairy tale to, to a child. And you're going to rewrite Cinderella and just say, oh, she just ran into Al Bundy who just said to hell with your glass slipper and just uh, I'll sell you a new pair of shoes. Um, anyway, <laughs> I did promise to send people a book if I read their question on the air. And I'm going to send you a book, Amelia, but it's not going to be my book. I found another one that I think would be uh, of more interest to you. It's called Unworthy, Stop Hating Yourself by Anneli Rufus. It's an excellent book. It will teach you to uh, hopefully stop hating yourself and stop seeing uh, a joy as your enemy. I think you should then write me a 1,000-word paper in APA format uh, discussing the highest... Uh, nuances in the book and how they may have helped you if they do help you i would uh tell you to have a good day but it's probably pointless so my second letter is from david kincaid of columbus georgia now david asked is it true that women throw themselves at your feet when you have a motorcycle well no not exactly. Um, I wish I had a little more time to discuss some of the more negative interpersonal relationships that I've experienced over the years, motorcycle notwithstanding. But I'm going to give you just a couple that are more my favorite. Um, I met this one young lady uh, very serendipitously by word of mouth because I was selling something that she wanted, legal in most states today, moral in others. But uh, we just got to talking, so we met up for supper, and things went really well. And we went back to my place. I knew she couldn't resist my style. I would always put on some very romantic music, which was Lay It Down by Rat. Then I would play it twice. And if I wasn't done by then, I would put on Get Stoned by Hinder. I mean, anything to get the mood going. So, one night, or that same night, we were in my room. I'll try to keep this as PG-13 as possible. And things were going very well. And she looked down, pointed, and said, Wow, that is one of the biggest ones of those things I have ever seen in any bedroom on a guy. <laughs> well, I was just beaming with pride, beaming with principle, and dare I say, maybe a little bit of mm, pulsation. That was until she patted my belly and then followed up with, but don't worry, we can uh, maneuver around it, I'll make it work. So, clearly this wasn't going to go anywhere whatsoever. I mean, it was an over-insult. I mean, I knew it was over. There's no chance of any kind of future with her. I knew right then and there. That's it. Done. Completely. So, 35 minutes later, I broke up with her. And I did have the decency to wait until she put her socks and uh, scooted on out the door. Now, you would think that would be the end of that story. Well, not quite. About two years later... Out at a lovely watering establishment uh, in Rochester, New York, I ran into another charming young lady, and one thing led to another, and we went back to my place, and mm, magic happened. It was a wonderful time. Um, the relationship went on for a couple of more weeks. I think about three weeks. It was getting close to Thanksgiving at that time, which is, of course, way, way, way too early to meet family, but... She wanted to go to her parents for Thanksgiving and her sisters were going to be there and all that kind of stuff. So I tagged along. I really didn't want to, but, but I did. And lo and behold, who do you think her sister was? If it's Miss Point at Your Fat Gut, yes, it was her. 
Um, so again, <laughs> I knew this relationship, regardless of the good three weeks that we had, was going to go nowhere. And I do mean nowhere. So I took her back home. I was going to just flat out tell her what happened and why we needed to end of the relationship. And that's exactly what I did. 35 minutes later. And I got my shoes and socks on and scooted out the door and I sent her an email later explaining everything that went wrong. So to fully answer your question there, uh, Mr. Kincaid, uh, no. Initially, yeah, I suppose it, that having that cool-ass motorcycle does a lot. There's no doubt about that. But in the long run, mm, no. At least not uh, uh, in my lifetime. Um, but I know that is one of those stereotypes and... Uh, if it's true, I do wish it would rub off on me a little bit over the years, a little bit more than it has. Thus far, it has not. I apparently need more than a gremlin bell to uh, make things work out a little better. So this is why I have such a good relationship with my four dogs and my three motorcycles. I certainly am putting out my uh, whole life story out there to everybody uh, with uh, not a whole lot of shame involved, I guess. This is where you wish you had that little internal voice saying, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Bubbles, I'm sorry, dear. Nope. I wasn't, I wasn't talking to you. Don't cry. No, I'm sorry. I was just... I was. No, I was just trying to make a point. Please don't cry, all right? Go back in the refrigerator. Yep. There's some cherry Kool-Aid in there for you, dear. All right? Go sit in front of the fan. There's some Kleenex over there. I'm sorry again. I didn't mean to do that, all right? All right. But, yes, your nail polish is very pretty. I like. I like the glitter, okay? But I got to kind of get back to where I'm going here. All right? I only have uh, about two more minutes left. Okay. So with that, I'm going to kind of wrap things up. And I want to harken back to a little bit last week when I talked about my uh, uh, brother Zonk. I have updated my Facebook page, Life Behind Bars book series, to uh, uh, show a couple of pictures of him and I back in the day. Um, anyway, uh, they're humorous in nature. He has a good sense of humor. He, he really does. So... He uh, does not mind uh, when I post such interesting pictures. <laughs> You'll have to go take a look for yourself. Uh, anyway, please uh, go to my website, www.dutchvanalston.com. Check out my book. Book number two is almost in the can, sort of, kind of, maybe, a little bit. I uh, just have to translate a couple of neurons in my brain to wiggle my fingers and rack them out on the keyboard and finish it up. But it is almost there. I just need a few more nights where I'm a little bit angry at the world and I got a bottle of bourbon next to me that uh, will probably push me over the edge in more ways than one. But I am only speaking about uh, finishing the book. Keep in mind, December is upon us. And if you live any other place than I do in the world, you are probably experiencing winter. So be extra careful out there. People who couldn't drive in the summer can't drive in the winter either. And down here, we got to be extra, extra careful because all of you knuckleheads from the north seem to want to come down here in the winter and bring your old bad habits down here. Why don't you just send your money down here and just stay there? Because the only thing good about you is your money. Okay, I'm probably insulting a lot of my audience, so I'm going to shut up now and sign off. So again, have a good day, everybody, except to Amelia who is probably not going to have one. Uh, this is Dutch Van Alston signing off, and have a yabba-dabba-doo time. And welcome back. I'm Deb, and what a segment, man. He <laughs> just has a way with words. I, gotta, I wish I, I could speak that well with just things off the top of my head. I, I What it gets me is I just wish he would loan us bubbles. <laughs> because no, it why? seems like bubbles would be a lot of fun over here. Well, then I'd have two bubbles. Oh, two blondies, Oops. maybe? Oops. Yeah, I don't know. I know, Kev. I am going to make but I think sure bubbles, he remembers. Yeah, I think bubbles for him means something different. I, I really don't know. I don't, I don't know why he names are bubbles, but I think that was in one of the segments, maybe. 
Oh, maybe there was a view. Anyway, I would not be bubbles then. Anybody that's thinking about that, off course. You are off course. Of course, I've got certain things on my mind right now. Well, the (laughs) bubbles maybe. Okay, so the one thing I want to be sure and talk about because this is something that's near and dear to our heart is is a holiday event that we participate in and we have for several years. It is the wreaths across America, and that in our local area will be happening on Saturday. December 14th. So that's two Saturdays from this Saturday, correct? One Saturday from this okay, Saturday. So, yep. So the show's airing right now, Wednesday. Yep. It's going to be not this Saturday, but next the Saturday. following, right. So that's correct. two Saturdays. Two Saturdays away right. from today, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so moving right along, um, our meeting location in the local area for the escort is the Home Depot on State Road 64. And we are pretty excited. I've been able to stay connected um, with Sabina and she said she will be riding with us. So we just got to do the fine tuning of the details and make sure that she's ready to roll with us that day. Here's a little bit of the details. If any of our listeners are interested in participating Staging will start at that Home Depot on State Road 64 starting at 6.30 in the morning. Now, I know from most of us that is very early. But I promise it is worth every You're moment of sleep. You're making promises on the yes, air? I am, just because it is worth every minute of sleep you don't get that day in order to oh, honor And why veterans. do you say that? Because you're honoring the veterans with a wreath celebrating the holiday, and it's such an honoring memorial event that they do at the Sarasota Memorial Cemetery. So by giving, you're going to yourself feel good about going out in there and participating? Receive sent 10 times more. I always receive 10 times more than I give, especially at that event. And I think that's just a way to honor those service members that are okay. no longer with us. All right. Well, I interrupted. Go ahead. So um, the kickstands will be up at 730. So again, depending upon when you choose to show up for staging will de- be dependent upon where you are in the ride. But it is an escorted ride. So the escorts have been selected to be the Patriot Guard riders, and they will be escorting the trucks and us as riders down to the cemetery. To a the couple- Sarasota Memorial? Sarasota Memorial Cemetery. Absolutely right. Now, a couple of additional thank yous I want to make make sure we remember is Mike Dingle of 4D's Trucking. Now, as long as we have been doing the ride, Mike has been donating his time uh, his fuel, yes, if I'm not mistaken, the t- yeah. uh, the trucks. Um, and so his time, effort, and trucks for transporting the wreath. And also John Risher of, and Reicher, I might be saying that um, incorrectly, has a Schneider truck. And he is also donating his time, effort, and his truck to transport the wreath this year. All right. Well, uh, it's definitely a good cause. It's a good time. What else? It is. There are a couple of other organizations and entities I want to make sure we do not forbid get because this event would not be what it is without them. So the Florida Department of Transportation, District Number 1, actually is responsible for the digital signs that will lead us down all the way to the cemetery. Now, I know we've had some conversations about the digital <laughs> signs on the highway. Don't get and, me started. Right. But this is the one time I'm thinking that they will have a good impact Mm. on that escorted ride. Also, Manatee County Sheriffs um, will be helping to assist with the Home Depot and traffic in and out of that location for the start. And then also the Sarasota County Sheriff's Department will be helping with the traffic and traffic flows off of exit 205 heading toward the the, um, cemetery that morning. So without all of those organizations coming together to make this event what it is, it would be a cluster of chaos. And I'll say that the nice way. Okay. So it sounds like that it might be more organized than it has in the past? It sounds like it. And maybe it has been that organized in the past and we just weren't necessarily that aware of it. But I know um, there is always a little bit of problem, especially on the interstate when you have that many motorcycles trying to come and go in different locations of what to do. Um, But you can find Reese Across America on Facebook if you'd like to connect and learn more, either one state that you're going to be attending or interested. I'm not sure about donations, but certainly you can check there. And I know there may be locations and or um, links and information in the 
the Facebook page of Wreaths Across America. They're pretty easy to contact on Facebook if you just go out there and do a little bit of search. Yep. This is a great big event, uh, and it's a great event for bikers to participate in. Again, it's another one of those bikers doing good events. And if you haven't been out and you need to get out and just do it. That's all I got to say, because you will be blessed, as Deb said, to be able to go out and bless others and uh, help, um, you know, do what's right and give back to those who has given all for us. Right. And uh, it's, it's just something that I truly believe that you'll enjoy the ride, you'll enjoy the ceremony, and you'll get a lot out by laying the wreaths as well. Yes. And it's not just for bikers. I want to make no, sure that that's really not. clear, because even on that Facebook page, they have, um, if you are with the escorted ride, they ask that you actually have a flag waving from the right side of your vehicle so they can tell in a uniformed fashion that those are the automobiles and cars that are riding with the escorted event. Also, they're wanting to um, have any motorcycles that have flags also waving those flags too in an honor of the event. And so again, it's just, just a great way to bring us together as a country. And I believe that this happens all over to yeah, all unite. Over the right. And all, to unite and really honor those service members that are no longer with us that have given all for us. And so, again, I've mentioned this before, it's something that's personal to us because we lay a special wreath at that cemetery. And we're glad that we can do that with other fellow members. Uh, We know many people that have done the same. Absolutely. And one thing that I'll pass on a little tip is that if you do decide to go and it is your first time, (laughs) then what you'll need to do is be sure to participate in the ceremony. You want to be up there and listen to what's going on because there are specific instructions about laying the wreaths on the headstones. Correct. There's certain wreaths, uh, certain headstones you don't want to do, and you want to leave, uh, you want to make sure that you're not taking off and going out there and laying the wreaths before the families have the opportunity to do so. So what happens is, is they let the family members go first, so the family members can lay the wreaths on their families, the their veteran Sites, family has been out there. Um, so just, it's, uh, my suggestion is, be sure that you go up there around that pavilion, that you listen and participate and follow the instructions that they have because it really is very important because this is a time to honor our veterans and we want to make sure that we do it the right way. Absolutely. And the other thing I know that you have done this in the past is a lot of times at the ce- the cemetery itself, those trucks need help unloading. And so if you can volunteer to do that, they create a great systematic chain of people passing the wreaths out, getting them prepared so that when it's time to lay them, it's very easy um, to flow through and in and out of that. And you you know, if you have the ability physically to make that sacrifice and donate your time and effort and physical um, muscles to do that, then by all means, there's lots of opportunity to volunteer and participate that day out there at the cemetery. Yeah, they have uh, young ROTC people out there that are working this. But quite honestly, those guys aren't as big as some of us that are out there. Right. And they need help because there's not a whole lot of them. So there is a lot of help that is needed needed to unload the trucks. And so part of what we want to do is we want to go out there and and actually participate in helping to unload the trucks because there are quite a few wreaths. We want to get those out, get those set up so they can be placed properly. So even if you gave five or 10 minutes of your time to help out with these, it'd be a great, great help. Okay. Absolutely. Everyone would love to have that information. We'd love to see you out there. If you guys see us, make sure you come up and say hello. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, And we really think that you're going to enjoy the ride. Absolutely. So one more more time, I just want to make sure we get that out. Saturday, December 14th, meeting in our local area at Bradenton is at the Home Depot parking lot at State Road 64. Staging will begin at 6.30 a.m. Kickstands up at 7.30. Please be sure and participate if it's anything that you would like to. And we will certainly make sure that we talk about it the week after following that event as well. So be sure and come out. We want to make sure you're able to participate if you can. And it is a phenomenal event. We believe that you will enjoy it and you'll be given something back. So that'll mean a lot. Absolutely. So be sure to follow us on Facebook. Uh, You can find us at Biker Life Radio. And you can also find us on our website, which is bikerliferadio.com. Also, as Chuck mentioned, you do not want to miss any upcoming shows. So be sure and click the subscribe, like, and share with your fellow writers and or friends. Also, if you can visit Dutch, 
grab a book. It's a perfect time to buy a gift for those that ride or those who inspire others it to really ride. It really is. It's a phenomenal gift that will keep going on and on all year long as they enjoy the story and then get into the whole entire series. So, Yep, go ahead and pick up Dutch's book. Uh, we believe that you'll enjoy it. Again, Deb, good point. It's a perfect gift, all right? So uh, sometimes people don't think they read a lot, but if they pick up this book, they m- probably won't be able to set it down. Correct. So it's a good idea to go out there and pick up Dutch's Butch. <laughs> Dutch's Butch. Butch. <laughs> all right. Things are getting better. Yeah, <laughs> we, can, we can tell the show is coming to, to an end. end. <laughs> all right, everybody. I'm Chuck. And Deb. And we appreciate you all so very, very much. Thank you very much for listening today, and we look forward to talking with you next week. See you soon you've been listening to biker life radio with chuck and deb heard each wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m right here on 1490 a.m wwpr we thank you for listening and invite you to join us next week